Thanks for downloading this podcast from RNIB Connect Radio. It's time to talk sports and recently we caught up with the Scottish Disability Golf Partnership. The organisation gives people with uh, all types of disabilities the chance to get back into the game of golf or even start it for the very first time. Now a big tournament was taking place, the Old Enemies Cup between Scotland and England and for a little bit of an update and what else is happening in the calendar we have with us Jim Gales. Jim, thank you for joining us. Hi, Alan. Thanks very much for the, the chance to have a, a chat about disabled golf. So, the Old Enemies Cup then, how did it all pan out? Yeah, well, we played over four days, traditional match play golf, much like the recent Ryder Cup. Unfortunately, from a Scottish perspective, it was much like the European team across in Hazeltine, and we lost. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, the actual score was similar to that across in Hazeltine, but the, the positive which we've taken away from it is that more than half of the competitions over the four days went to the 18th green. Wow. So there was a, a very, very close competition. You know, I mean, we're talking after 18 holes and it comes down to two or four people playing in a competition and it's it's the putts that count. It's all on the day and, and unfortunately for the Scottish team, England had a, a little bit of luck, but... Overall, they played better golf than us. Uh, is it fair to say that over the past few years then, when the competition has been held in Scotland, England have won and vice versa? It's unbelievable. It rotates between Scotland and England, whoever wins. And nobody has won it at home. <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's a fairly unique record, which, frankly, we could have done without. <laughs> It, it, it is pretty strange, Jim. Um, this, of course, is a game for the more experienced players in disability golf. But people uh, with disabilities can pick up the clubs, you know, from the very word go, and you're there to assist. Yeah, that's right. We organise several clinics and taster sessions throughout the year, and it gives everybody the chance to come along and give it a try. We've got PGA teaching professionals who will. You know, give that person a half-hour lesson or a 15-minute lesson, whatever they can cope with or, or whatever they desire. There's no pressure. There's no point in coming along and saying to somebody, right, you're doing this wrong and that wrong and do this and do that. It just doesn't work that way and everybody can uh, try out the golf and take it at their own time and their own pace. Great. So uh, you can progress uh, right up, you know, if you really get into the game. But, you know, there's a social aspect to this as well. And, you know, with the whole ending the isolation, you know, meeting new people, you know, it's more than just the, the game and the sporting side of it. Yeah, I mean, if somebody's away from play, playing a round of golf, it doesn't matter if they've got a disability or not. They're out there for maybe four hours or so on the golf course. And the vast majority of time is meeting other people, finding out other people's golf experiences, spending a lot of time in the 19th, you know, in the bar afterwards, whether they're having a, an adult beverage or a cup of tea. We don't mind it. That's the, what we like to push is the social aspect of it, getting people out into the fresh air and hopefully a little bit of sunshine. It has opened up quite a lot even for yourself, Jim, as someone who is visually impaired. You know, it's taken you all around the world. Yeah, it has, and I've met some fantastic people. Just yesterday, we were in touch with a, a couple of guys in the United States trying to organise a, an open competition next year, and they're very keen to come across with their sighted guides. 
and you know without the, the opportunities that disabled golf has offered you know would never one be able to meet people like that but to organize more elaborate and high profile events and you're coming to winter now jim so how's the calendar looking We've got one event left, which is a, a two-day event next week in St Andrews. We're playing the St Andrews Lynx Jubilee Golf Course in St Andrews itself on the first day. And then our sort of swan song finale to the 2016 season as a game at the Old Course Hotel-owned Dukes Golf Course. So fingers crossed, everything crossed for a bit of decent weather like we're getting at the moment for the Dunhill Cup to run through and give us a, a good finish to the season. That competition will crown the Scottish Water Merit champion for this year. And what we're doing is we're bringing along all the guys and girls who have won competitions this year or played well at international events. And so we're bringing the best to the last event to give it a bit of a push and hopefully have a good start next season. St Andrews, I mean, a fantastic place to end the season, Jim. Yeah. Yeah, and as of yesterday, we're actually organising our Scottish Open Championships, which is taking place next year, and that is going to be in St Andrews as well, the home of golf. And it's going to be around about August next year, and we're bringing across 80 people from around the world. Because of this meeting yesterday, we're highly successful, we think, so we're going to potentially bring even more across now. Fantastic. It's a great opportunity to promote Scotland, the home of golf and disabled people playing the sport. And more and more people with a whole range of disabilities, Jim, are getting involved in golf. Now, um, th- there obviously there are organisations all over the country, all over the world, who will give assistance to disabled golfers. But um, as far as Scotland's concerned, though, if people would like to find out more, Jim, how do they get in touch? Well, as the traditional website, www.sdgp.org.uk. And through that, there's all the contacts through the traditional old-fashioned telephone system. You can do the email, or they can send us social media messages through the likes of Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn. So everything's there on the website for getting in touch. And even someone who's never picked up a club before, someone with any kind of disability, that they're welcome. Yeah, come along and give it a try. I use myself as an example for that. I'd never played golf. I was actually getting my second guide dog. And I met a chap at the Forfa Guide Dog Centre talking about it one day, and he says, come and give it a try. So he gave me a few clubs, went out, and it took me a wee while to get into some sort of rhythm when I was actually competing and enjoying it regular, but stuck at it, and the rest is history. Well, Jim, enjoy uh, the end of the season, and let's hope uh, more people do uh, get involved in the game. We'll be back in touch, of course, to highlight all the uh, goings-on for next season. In the meantime, though, thank you for speaking with us on RNIB Connect Radio. Great stuff. Thanks very much, Alan. For more downloads like these, visit rnibconnectradio.org.uk slash podcasts.